Welcome to episode 119 of Those Millennials Podcast. Today I am your humble, gracious, highly favorite host, very thankful host, Kay the Classic. I'm here with my nearest and dearest, my boys and friends in real life. Uh, the team is whole again. Jesse decided to do his stupid tradition and walk off in the middle of the intro. So, Rail, how you doing? Rail's here. How's your pockets? How's your mental health? How's your real being? How's the Vegas heat treating you? Fuck this heat. <laughs> That's all you got? Uh... Jesse decided to come back. Jesse decided to walk and go get a fucking water bottle in the middle of the fucking intro. Oh, Jesse, how are you doing? How's your pockets? How's your mental health? How how's how's the weather in in sunny California? Uh, it's hot. Number one, number two, can't stop That's hating not- on my my entrance, man. You hating on the entrance that ain't nobody else doing this anywhere else. Well, you obviously ain't didn't watch the last pod because you you didn't watch the last pod because just the Jarrell copied you in last nah, pod. I, I appreciate you, Ralph. <laughs> you, you know, keep it alive. Let it be known. That's that's my thing. So if you that's see somebody else doing it on another pod, you tell them that's Jesse's thing. What does that do to the podcast listeners that listen on audio only? They that does nothing for them. I like to make an entrance. Cut it on YouTube. <laughs> you let Speaking you're of, letting them know every time. That's true. <laughs> Speaking of YouTube, uh, this is those millennials podcast and YouTube show. Uh, I always forget to add that in the beginning. Uh, first and foremost, thank you, thank you, thank you for all our uh, new subscribers, everybody that's checked us out on uh, on YouTube and all of our listening platforms that uh, have us on there on streaming. But we've noticed, though, a lot of you guys are watching, a lot more people are watching the pod on YouTube, and we very much appreciate that. But we we need from you guys to subscribe. Like, it helps the pod. It costs you nothing. We need you guys to subscribe to the podcast. It helps the pod go, go a long way. It helps the algorithms help other people that might want to check us out uh, find us. So please, 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 I don't normally like begging, but please subscribe on YouTube and wherever else you listen to us on streaming. All right. So... Uh, a lot to get to, but Rel, I don't know if Rel wanted to say something, ask something first, All right, or so just over, ask something over, first. Over the past week, I've been watching this funny ass thread. Um, that I just wanted to see what would you guys do in this situation? Uh, would you live in Gotham City in a three bedroom if rent was three hundred dollars a month? Would you live? It just all. I mean, I just it was just. I, I, I just was so curious. The thread was funny. You know, I just when niggas talk about having Zaza laced with uh uh uh, uh fear <laughs> with scarecrow's fear. <laughs> Would you live in Gotham City in a three? Oh man, this is a house. great conversation. I talk about this one all the damn time. Go ahead, <laughs> Jesse. No, Jesse, I'm I'm just reiterating the questions for the listeners. Okay. Rail right. asked if you if if you you would live in Gotham City for a rent of $300 and you live in a three-bedroom house. Would you live in Gotham City? Is that correct? Yes. Would you do it? I would, n- I would not go anywhere near Gotham City. 
fuck a Gotham City? Like, do you understand? Gotham City is the, like the most dangerous place in the world. Like, I won't it's go like to the Gotham jungles City. mixed in Compton, mixed with like <laughs> Chirac, mixed with freaking Marcy Projects back in no, the eighties. No, like, no, what are we yeah. talking about here? No, no, the Vegas mobsters, Chicago yeah, mobsters. Like, what, are we, what are we talking about? It's all mixed in one. It's not even all of those things. It's like before you even get to like Chirac and Compton, it's all of those things. And then you get to Chirac and Compton and then you get to the hood. Like that is that's the worst part about it. Like you there is no safe space in Gotham. Like you could be rich. Unless you're rich. And no, you still get ripped. It, yeah, it's you literally have to live like Bruce Wayne and like outside on the outskirts and have your own damn mansion. Like that's the only way you can start. I want no parts of Gotham. I want no parts of Metropolis. I, I want I want no parts of fucking any of those superhero cities that they save it on because do you notice who they save all the goddamn time? It ain't gonna be my black ass unless I'm in the area. They ain't saving my black ass. They're gonna say go save Lois. They're gonna go say <laughs> any any uh, white girl that Bruce. I don't want li- to. I don't want to live in the DC universe. No, no um, way there. I don't want to live Star City. I don't want to live in Star City. I don't want to Star City. I don't want to live in Central City where where uh, Flash is at because he may run into me. I may just be I, crossing the street. I don't want to live in. Like I don't want to be in Kansas for the Wizard of Oz. I don't want to live in none of these places. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Kansas. I just don't want to live there because it's Kansas. But uh, <laughs> but overall, I think I don't know. I've lived in some. I think the worst place I ever lived was fucking Colton, California. Like it was just. I, and I and I I mean it's personally since I've been an adult like you know what I, is happening? Did you just convert? convert <laughs> oh yeah, no, convert no, no, to no, California no, no. to to go Gotham off City? of Washington. Go off of Washington in two fifteen. It's dog shit over there. Um, but I'm just but I'm just comparing it to the worst happening? place I've ever lived in. And would I compare living over? I mean, because there's a lot of base heads and night walkers over there. And what's the difference between base heads and night walkers in Gotham City? So. I mean, I've always known that if you keep your head down in the ghetto, that's how you stay from getting knocked off. That's what my cousin told me. Keep your head down in the ghetto. That's where you stay from getting knocked off. Gotham is not even a ghetto. Like, Gotham is not even a ghetto. I would do it just so I can keep my head down, you know, not get knocked off. You know, that's the problem. You can keep your head down and mind your own goddamn business. And this clay man, you know, you know, you know, you know, who is minding their own business? Bruce Wayne's parents. (laughs) Bruce Wayne's parents was minding their own business. They were leaving a theater. And then they got robbed and got mugged. Can you imagine? Uh, I'm living in the universe. We saw what the we saw what the Waynes did to with the whole housing project and created the Riddler. We saw all that shit. So we ain't go. We not gonna just. Uh, oh, we gonna go uh, off of that bad man. The Waynes clean, you know, from everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also could watch if we just go off the DC at uh, the Batman at the animated series. You could literally wake up in the morning and be like, "Is that smog?" Or is that the Joker's laughing gas that's in the air right now? You exactly. literally will have to walk around with a gas mask. Like you, everybody's pissed off to be wearing a mask right now, face mask, just to avoid COVID. Do you know what you have to wear just to walk down the street in Gotham so you don't fucking just die? The point <laughs> like, is, like, there's never any good outcome. Like, there's never no. like what? No, what? Metropolis. Uh, 
You don't know what, like, what, like, Superman runs into buildings with no fucking care in the world. That was, like, the only thing I, I loved about that Batman versus Superman. This man is literally destroying buildings. It's a, literally an earthquake. What did I do wrong? <laughs> exactly. And then the next one, why do people hate me? <laughs> oh, I wonder why. Like, <laughs> I was living you're here just, for one second. As I was walking into homes. my building, the whole building just destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is no insurance for that. Yeah, you see yeah. Batman just jumping off your building and breaking through a window. <laughs> like, all right, I guess I just gotta replace that. Like, there's no replacement. Yeah. What's the coverage for that? <laughs> at least, at least Bruce can Super pay for that. Yeah. At least Bruce can pay for that. Clark Kent can't pay for shit. Clark Kent is a reporter, and it's yeah. like not even a good reporter. He's like a he's a partner. It's Lois Lane to get the big shit. Yeah, he's just there. Yeah. Yep, that's true. He probably get paid less than Jimmy. <laughs> all right um so we're gonna talk about uh brian uh going to drew league um but so but first i want to set the stage so rail and i were at summer league last saturday this happened last saturday right mm-hmm. uh the second to last day before uh before uh the blazers won their uh summer league world championship <clears throat> go rip city um and you know, it got word that obviously the day before it got word, Chris Haynes dropped the news that LeBron was playing at Summer League. I mean, Summer League, I'm sorry, playing at the Drew League, right? And for some reason, the ESPN, the NBA app picked it up, right? Like while we were at, while we, Jerrell, we was watching a game while the game was on, while, while the game was playing. We was watching the second game of the night of the Summer League. I forgot what game it was. What game, game was we watching? You remember? Second game. Second game. And we literally saw media members who were credential members literally pull out their laptops to watch the Drew League game instead of the game that was in front of them. <laughs> this really happened. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the Drew League, uh, listened to the Draymond Green show, but I checked it out. Draymond uh, went in detail, obviously, about how that what the atmosphere was like and how, um, you know, it was hot as hell in that in in that gym. The AC wasn't working properly, and he said it was literally dripping in there. And he said not because there was a leak in the roof, but because they tried to put the AC in as cold as possible because it was at more than capacity, and the fucking ACs were leaking on the court, so they had to stop the fucking game every ten minutes. Um, Twitter was going crazy for Braun and, you know, the, the link that everybody was trying to watch the game on. What was it called, Real? Do you remember the original link? No, I don't. I, I got rid of it because I, I switched right over to the NBA. The NBA TV one was working a whole lot better. Uh, but, uh, you know, t- everybody knows LeBron, uh, he dropped 42 points, had 16 boards, four steals. So obviously we could we could talk about the impact of what that meant for Compton and obviously Debo was there too because you know uh, everybody knows uh, Deion, um, Demar Derozan's from Compton and he plays in Drew League every year. Um, I kind of want to touch on how some people and I'm not going to say any names, but everybody knows. Once I start talking, everybody knows who, who I'm going to be talking about. How a certain um, media member who's very famous who we've talked about plenty of times on this podcast for some reason decide to critique lebron's play in the drew league (laughs) um talked about his stats talked about his missed free throws uh talked about his defense 
which was very, very weird. Um, so yeah, I, Jesse, I see you shaking your head. I want to see what did you think about uh, again. If you want to say this guy's name, you can. But um, what did you think about this specific media member um, talking about the the Drew League like it was you know Game Seven of the NBA Finals for some reason for this person? The sad part is like when you watch the hot, like the little clips that they put on BR, everybody yeah. was gonna be everybody was uh, like comments is why like Skip's gonna say something about it on Monday. So it's just like it. It yeah. is the sad part is all I did was like, yep, he is like, and he. I didn't know. I didn't know what he had said. I didn't know what he said. But it's sad that it's like, it's so fucking predictable that you base your whole economy, everything <laughs> you make, off of this man, and you have to like critique everything he did and does, and they, you know, people take you seriously. And that's the sad part. There's people that this was 18 minutes of their A block of the show on Monday. 18 minutes long. And he's going to somehow turn this into like LeBron's not clutch or this, that, this. And it's just like, and people are going to listen to this and they regurgitate this shit. And it's just like, bro, like, like, aren't you supposed to be on vacation? Like, (laughs) there's no sports going on. No, no, just not to get you off. (laughs) Every other media members are on vacation. I am not joking. Okay. Obviously, I listen to basketball podcasts all day, every day. I have nothing to listen to right now. Next to nothing. Everything is pop culture based, again, which is fine. All NBA sports media members are on vacation. They're taking their time. Stephen A. Smith is gone. Uh, Huh? He's off. He's, He's hurt. He's out because he's hurt, too. But everybody's on vacation. Everybody that covers the NBA is gone. Skip and poor Shannon, for some reason, decides to come back after it literally was a week. Um, and they decided to, he decided, because I know Shannon um, didn't really care either. It's just, to, how do you take this shit seriously? Like, it's, I, I, it's I, almost I would, a gimmick. I would take the day off if he wanted to do this conversation. I would just take the day off. Like, you know what? I'm not going to have this conversation with you. This is stupid. This is just <laughs> stupid. But, um, I mean, the only thing you I talk about say, the, You can talk about the, the only thing I was going to say is it was very look at me, Louie, of LeBron to do this. And take all the fucking shine of summer league. <laughs> you know what? In the moment, I thought about that too. Because, like, again, uh, we were sitting in the section. Shout out to Dustin. Shout out to Gab and and her family. Uh, Rel and I. We were sitting uh, courtside, not courtside, but we were sitting watching the game for summer league. It was pretty. It was a pretty entertaining game too, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. Um, and you know, we pulled out our phones, you know, we can, you know, we started getting updates and stuff too. So we were immediately distracted and pulled out our phones. And then we saw somebody, a credentialed gentleman sitting, uh, at one of the tables, had his laptop up to the game and was barely paying attention to what was going on in the court. Um, do you feel like this was like a show me moment for him? Oh yeah, yeah, yes, it was. Of course it was. Why can't, why can't, why why can't it just be? Why? Why does it have to be a show me moment? Why? Why? Why can't it just be LeBron? I'm not saying it negatively. 
No, here's the thing. Like, this is the thing we're not going to do. This is the thing we're not going to do. We're not going to act like LeBron doesn't crave attention. The nigga wasn't in the playoffs. (laughs) We're going to act like this nigga was like, all right, I wasn't in the playoffs, so I'm going to go play Drew League. Of course he was. Of course it's a look at me. We didn't even know Kyrie was playing in it. Until can I say something? Like and, he, and, he, and he didn't play. play. And he did play. I, can I say something? He I think so. He didn't, he didn't play. play. So when you say show me, I, I think that's the wrong word. I think it was a, I guess it's. An ode to LA. This was like that too. He didn't um, play the first year he was the, he came to LA. Jesse, we not getting it. Because you're telling us right now, Jesse, this is all I could do for you, LA. I came here. I got y'all ring. Oh, okay. Thank you for fucking up. This, I, 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 I got to give back to the community. How I got well, to let, this what I This is what I was going to say. I think it was like to show, you know, again, this is what, this is just me thinking, you know. Um, I still got it. Get me the players I need. I still got it. I'm still him. He said it on the shop. I'm still that guy. I averaged 30 points last season. I could have won the scoring title. I I didn't, you know, I didn't want to do it, obviously, because it's beneath me. Oh, you're 19. He has to prove that? I would say this. If he's that year. No, no, he's, it's to show the Lakers front office organization, get me the team around me because I'm still him. We already saw it last year. We saw it. I agree. I agree, but. For I will some say reason, for some reason, when you put twenty years behind it, everybody starts thinking he ain't got it like that no more. That's stupid casuals, casuals. And then, uh, look. obviously, the great Zach Lowe just wrote a really fucking good piece. Everybody, again, you know, I only plug people that I really, really love. A really good piece about AD's revenge season. So, if you have NBA answer, go check that out. He in, went in detail about what he thinks AD is doing and what he thinks uh, and what he believes AD is going to do this season. I don't give a damn unless he plays 70 games. <laughs> I don't give a damn about no workout, no bullshit, no nothing until I get 70 games. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to read another report. I've seen it. I've seen them all. I'm done with them. I just want him to play 70 fucking games. That's it. I don't give a shit what else he does. Help LeBron, AD. Help him, please. <laughs> I mean, what is what is that? What was that? RDC, RDC. I'm yeah. I'm oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, look, um, what was I gonna say? I look. The reason why it's definitely a look at me. It's definitely like anything. Any way you put it, like I still got it. Yeah, we, like, it's not. It's not a look at me. It's it's more so like LA. I love you. I'm still I'm LA. I love you. Not signing the extension. Um. Uh, it's cool though. It's cool. We just gotta figure that's that's what I really I really think this was him saying I'm not signing the extension August 4th. So nobody, not everybody, Laker Nation, don't get mad when you don't sign the extension. I'm telling don't you, ask me. You can report it on those millennials first. LeBron, we're we're not signing the extension in the August 4th. We are not. Wait, 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 wait. Why why are you saying we're me and LeBron? <laughs> We're not, we're not, we're not signing the, the extension August 4th. So, and I think that's what, I truthfully, all bullshit aside, I think that's what it's really about. I really think he's greasing Laker Nation because he, he's not going to sign that extension. So I, do, I go, I go play basketball, risk injury in a crowded ass gym where if you say the, the AC is leaking, the AC is leaking condensation, like it's leaking. I can slip and fall. I can do all those things. Well, we're safe. I don't give a fuck what you say. 
It's a, apparently there were so many stoppages. Obviously, that wasn't shown because people kept on coming on the court, and they were like, "We are not starting this fucking game until everybody gets behind the fucking like." Like they were kids. I mean, obviously there was kids there, but like you know, everybody that was on the sideline trying to stand there. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not saying it as a hater thing. Like, it, it's never what? bad. What? It's never bad to be like, look, if I'm gonna. If I go out, you know what I'm saying, and I dress up, I'm look look at me, I'm fresh to death. Like I still got this. I still look good. I I know what it is. Like it it it's just you take it as a negative thing. Like LeBron does crave attention. LeBron was tweeting things <laughs> during the playoffs. Oh, I can't wait to get back in it. Just he he's trying to create Jesse, a do you know what Jesse, Jesse, do you know he is? Because he's used to being talked about he on the goddamn never side. not misses the playoffs. He never not misses the playoffs. And he's I, used I, I to not being talked about. It's so weird hearing Jarrell talk like this. Keep going. Uh, but anyways, I'm not saying it in a bad way. It is one of those things. I'm going to go play with these little kids and show y'all I still got this shit. Oh, not literally. These little but, kids. Whoa, not whoa, whoa, literally. Jesse, Jesse, there was professional overseas players out, out there, Jesse. I'm going to go play on JV to show y'all how good I am. Jesse, there was professional overseas players out there, really good high college, high level kids, players in college. What are you talking about, Jesse? Oh, my bad. Freshman. Like, what, what, what do you want me to say? Like, yeah. <laughs> I was being nice by saying JV. I mean, one nigga said he <laughs> from Best Buy just about two hours earlier and then went out there and checked LeBron. So that's a hell of a Sunday. <laughs> You know, so again, I didn't we I didn't watch the game in full because I was at, uh, at we was at summer league. But according to Draymond Green, that uh, everybody the game he's Dray Dray was saying the game was close in basically the entire time. I honestly, but he knew that once once uh, Demar and Bron turned it on defensively that they were going to get enough stops. And apparently, uh, Dre said they they got like ten stops in a row in order to come back and win the fucking game. Uh, he's like, once they decided to lock in, he knew that LeBron and, and DeMar was going to be able to score, and, and those other guys just wasn't going to be able to score. Like I said, and that's freshman. what happened. I mean, just, you know, it is. <laughs> um, I, I, I've always said for years, you know, I mean, we're, I mean, we're all uh, born, and, born and raised in, in L.A., but, like, I, I've always wanted to go to the Drew uh, for years ago, I just you know I don't you know disrespect the Compton. I've never been to Compton like that. I don't go to Compton like that. That's what I should say. Um, does anybody have anything else to say before we move on to uh, Charles Barkley potentially leaving inside the NBA? Dum dum dum. I really think that this also was a preview too, because I, I I mean overall I just think that LeBron kind of. In the aspect of why he did it, I really, if he had a reason to do it, I think he would probably do it for you to show me. I could have played with DeMar, you know. I could have possibly played with DeMar, you know, and, and we could have just did the one-two step, but now we got we got Russ, so. <laughs> Who's that, though? Whose fault is that? Not bronze. Not bronze. <laughs> Not bronze. <laughs> oh, it's that other dude, right? Is that other dude that Palinka, I said got to no, get Trust Palinka, he made one misstep. He hasn't done anything. Oh, okay. Wrong. That was one misstep. All right, cool. Now, you know who this is on? This is Jeannie Bush because she should sell the team. But that's a different story. Wow. If that was a taker. I love how okay. you don't blame the people that have anything to do with it. And she gives <laughs> these people this power. No, and then the you like, that doesn't believe the Lakers aren't in, in bed with clutch sports. Like, Rambis. Rambis pulled the thing with Russ. I, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool on Jeannie, bro. She got to sell the team, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So reportedly, Charles Barkley is one step closer to joining the uh, LV turn tournament. LV uh, LV Tour. No, it's called the Live uh, Tour. Oh, it's called the Live Tour. That might cost him the in, in, the inside of the NBA. So tell me, can you guys, I, what do you guys think? Go ahead. Another question. Can I explain what the Live Tour is? Please. Okay. So basically, the Live Tour is this. A, a new golf tournament, like because basically the PGA is the one was the main one where all the professional athletes go. So imagine if if the big three came along and offered NBA players more money to come to their league, and then would get mad at the players for like doing both because it was maybe the big three we could you know play in the off season and 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 you can play the NBA during these between these months. So the so the lip tour. All right, yeah, hold on, let me, let me cut you off real quick. <laughs> yeah. I know you're trying to make a comparison to like the big three, but they're not getting mad at them because they're going to leave to play this in this league. No, like, it's because the people they're playing for. It's the people they're playing for. Yeah, it's okay, it's but no, but, uh, but but the first issue is that the fact that they're taking money under the PGA tour and they're getting double the money elsewhere else, and the PGA is mad because it's taking away. They're taking their best golfers away. So I mean. Regardless of the live tour of who who funded it, now afterwards we found out that there are some people who fund this that are not the best of people. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to. I don't know them. I don't want to talk about them. All I know is they're not great people. You know, uh, Phil Mickelson said they're some scary motherfuckers, but they also paid them 47 million. So, um, you talking mobsters? What are we talking about here? You just left it real vague. The, the F is I don't I don't know. Go go look up the people who run yeah, the a live different tour. country. That's yeah, a different okay, country, but anyway, it just. The people are upset because of the people who are investing in it, but they're also upset that they're they're, they're losing a the good quality of golf. You're not getting your best golfers on your channels anymore. So that's the biggest issue. But now they're just trying to get anybody to come over there, a la Charles Barkley, and they were willing to pay him to play golf. So That's very interesting. Um, so what do you guys think this means uh, ultimately? I mean, we've heard rumblings that, you know, Charles is, you know, two to three years from being done anyway with inside the NBA. Um, where does that stand with, you know, Kenny? Cause he's been there longer. Do you think Kenny, if Charles leaves inside this, does Kenny leave too? Are they like a package deal? Did they, does he leave potentially leave? And then so. uh, what do you guys think of the future for inside the NBA is going to hold? I think inside the NBA, I think the NBA TNT is better overall because they have the best studio network out of all the major networks, well, ESPN, uh, Fox Sports doesn't ha- have any basketball, but even NBA Network, I think yeah, I think TNT has the best coverage, whether it be Dwayne Wade, Candace Parker, um, Shaq on Tuesdays. I Jamal mean, so but, when he slides in there, yeah, but but honestly, Charles Barkley, not to say this, he's like he's more so there for comedy than actually the shit that I want to see. So if he were to go away. It wouldn't really make a difference for me. Like he says, that's crazy, shocking shit. But he's not incitive that I need him to be. For the longest, he said jump shooting teams could never win a championship, and then the Warriors won because he proceeded to win four of them. So no, it, it, fuck all that. The last like eleven championships has been won by jump shooting teams, except like the Heat. Yeah, yeah. I, but I'm so I don't. What I'm saying is I don't look for Charles for basketball analysis. I look for him to say shock shit, criticize people. That whole like his biggest shit last year was the bus driver shit. It wasn't actually him breaking down the game or telling you who was good and who's better. It was the fact that he called KD a bus rider, you know, when you need to be a bus driver. So and Charles Barkley has has never even fucking won a ring to even know what it is to even be on that fucking bus. Like, like I, I I hate that critique. We keep going. 
But it's like, no, no, you, 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 you ain't never climbed the mountain, bro. Don't, don't talk shit about somebody who climbed the mountain and say how they did it was worse than because you never got it. That's fucking. I ass- hate it here. That's at, no, suck my dick. That's asinine. Like, like that, that is the as most asinine shit you could. Act. How can you? How can Charles Barkley look at Kevin Durant, tell him anything other than accomplishing the championship is is, is minuscule? How can he minuscule his accomplishments? How can you tell him what he didn't accomplish wasn't great? Like that doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Like you can't just sit around. I don't. I, if I remember correctly, he didn't disagree that what he did wasn't great. He was actually excellent in those finals. He, I think he he acknowledged that, but. He he wasn't the bus driver. Look, I don't look. I don't. I don't agree with either of those assessments. So, I don't yeah. agree with. Oh, Charles Barkley never won one. So how would he know? Charles Barkley's been to the somebody who did that. Yeah, game. Charles Barkley's been to the finals though. Charles Barkley yeah, as the best player on, as the best player on the team. Player. He ran Tell into the finals, Chuck. You know, he ran into Michael. He ran Jordan. into Mike. <laughs> like he ran into. Oh, we come up with every. We come up with every excuse to keep moving the marker forward for Charles Barkley. But when Kevin so Durant played on the whoa, championship, whoa, 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 and won the goddamn ring, keep moving the marker. Oh, so every team that ran oh, into he Michael ran against Jordan's this team, team, like I don't give a fuck every about team that, that ran into Michael Jordan's team, we're sitting there saying, "Well, you just didn't get. You were playing it." I'm not gonna even like go over this with you because that's a bullshit argument. I don't agree with Charles Barkley with saying he doesn't like he needs to be the bus driver. Kevin Durant was the bus driver in those finals. Kevin Durant was the bus driver. There's, there's no argument against that. You can sit there and say he didn't have the best team. We're saying it's Steph's team by Steph's popularity of being on that team. But LeBron, uh, but K, KD was running that team because they needed KD to come in to do what he did. Draymond. It was- Admitted. It wasn't going to win with Harrison Barnes again. Yeah, exactly. So it's not one of that's why I don't agree with any of those arguments. I'm just saying. Not in 17. Yeah, Hell no, they wasn't going to win with Harrison yeah, Barnes. Like, no, I'm not going to agree with any of those arguments. No disrespect to Harrison Barnes. Arguments. Can I ask you one question for you? Go. Do you mean to tell? So for him to sit, for Charles Barkley to sit on his throne, his position, and his level of, uh, uh, of accomplishment, and to, to, to take down Kevin Durant's accomplishment to say that he wasn't the bus driver, you don't think that's dog shit? Like I said, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it because we know what he did. We know that he was by far, not by far, but we know he was the best player on that team. I think what Charles Barkley is just trying to say is, the here's why Charles Barkley has an argument. I didn't have anybody as good as Steph as my second guy. I didn't have anybody as good as even Clay as my second guy. I didn't have the Clay was arguably the best top two, top three, best two way player. Um, Steph, best shooter, but they were doing this way before. I didn't have any of this. So when he sits there and say, ah, Thunder Dan was not Clay. It's like, no. Uh, Stop and so it. I'm like, so I mean, like, get the hell Johnson, out of here. Let's get out of here. Like, no, but, the best player that Charles Barkley played with. Yeah, but it's like, Kevin. you know what I mean? All those things we sit there and try to say, like, it. I get what, what Charles Barkley's trying to say in the sense of that. Like, and it's the whole, you went and joined another team. Like, but you went and joined a, a championship level team. That being said, I still don't agree with it because KD was a factor and by far made it a point, uh, like made them unstoppable. It wasn't like they came and added, you know, some guy. It was KD. And then it was like KD became like as much as Draymond's like, you know, Steph was getting doubled and triple team. Then when K and it allowed it easier for KD, like now nah, they changed their entire 
if you actually look at their offense, their offense changed for KD. There was not that much movement. There wasn't. They weren't letting KD do more one-on-one ball. The, if you so, want to talk about the finals specifically, they were stopping the off-ball uh, 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 trick. And they needed a guy that, that could handle the ball that can, and that can get break. His that can break basket. that. That can break. Yeah, that. yeah, and that was KD. They didn't have that, so it was one of those things where it's just like I disagree with. Um, Charles Barkley, because it's just one of those things that he he did do what was necessary. Now, so, what do you think? Oh, what do you think about him potentially leaving inside the NBA? I this whole thing with this live golf is one of those things where I'm like, this is not even about him leaving to be this great analyst or. Add something. This is him getting money and gets to have fun for the last couple of years. Like what Live Golf really is is like it's a boys' club of getting millions of dollars, and they're gonna just be on private planes. You see these private planes they're on. They're laid back, chilling, drinking. Also, it's it's one of those things where Charles Barkley is like, wait, I can only I I don't have to go to more than four or five events, and I get paid. Not I don't have to work every day during the finals yeah, when he, I don't, during the playoffs when, when he get, complains all the time. I'm not going to get paid not only not as much as I get paid. I'll get double that. They're going to offer me double that. That's that's the kind of money Saudi Arabia is throwing at these dudes. They're doubling all this stuff. The problem people have with it or people try to mix into there is like they're calling it blood money because of what they do. That government's very, you know, you Shady. don't agree with the, the stuff they do. But you look at them, and then you look at the USO, or you look at the US PGA, and you know they have a golf tournament in Saudi Arabia. They have a golf tournament in China, so they don't mind taking their money. They have a problem when you try to take away from their money, like you know what I mean. So it's 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 a toss up. But at the end of the day, will Charles Barkley be missed? Yeah, I mean he's enjoyable, but I'm pretty sure TNT would figure out a way for him to be a part of it at least when the playoffs come so um the only reason he wouldn't be able to be on it is i would think that it would be a moral a morality thing like i don't think it's something where they couldn't figure out a way to bring him off for like the playoffs because he's charles barkley he's he's you know entertaining and polarizing you know what I mean? He always figures something out to say that, you know, out of nowhere gets the gets people talking. Um, I also hated that he used this team to make that bus driver comment instead of he didn't say he didn't make it last year when KD's foot <laughs> was one inch. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? When KD was leading that team, when KD was going through all those things. He used it this year where the Nets were this are this close to imploding. So that's why I think it's a poor argument. It's when you made the argument. You didn't make the argument when he was sitting there doing it last year. Last year, you was like, damn, you know, the Bucks are lucky because it was one inch. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. and that last year team was a more cohesive team than this year's team. So we already knew that that like the Nets we already had the idea the Nets weren't going to go far, or we believed that maybe they can pull it together because you got great players. But it was one of those things where it's like you even said it was going to be a sweep, Kev. Like you called it a sweep. Like it was one of those things where it's like I believed in their talent, but it was like, yeah, you can't do that as a basketball team. But that being said, 
Barkley goes, it's gonna suck. It's gonna, but they've been steadily transitioning over. So eventually, Draymond will get on there. I don't think Draymond and Charles Barkley are the same. I think no. a lot of people are trying no, to put on because he's opinionated and he says what is on his mind. But I, I do like- think once he has that chair and he's not active anymore, he will say a lot more shit. No, it's I obvious. Think- like he says a lot already. Like he says a lot Draymond. Of shit. He says a lot already. I think the part that's missing with Draymond that Charles Barkley has. Paul Kendrick Perkins a coon. We talked about that on the previous yeah, I think the one thing Draymond's missing that Charles Barkley has is Charles Barkley could laugh at himself. Like exactly. Charles Barkley can't. Draymond's he's okay to laugh at himself. Yeah. He's so fine with laughing at himself. And I, maybe eventually Draymond will get to that point. But I think Draymond's closer to Shaq than he is to Charles. If you say something about him not knowing something, I got these four rings and da, 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 and it's like it dismisses his entire like it'll be like, yeah, you got these four rings, but you were never the caliber of Charles Barkley in the sense of ever what the numbers you put up. You're a great defensive player. I'm not taking that away, but mm-hmm. I think that's one thing where it's like, can you be I think Charles Barkley is so I wouldn't say at peace because he at times he doesn't show that he's at peace with it. He does struggle with it, but it's like he's so okay with being like, "Hey, you can talk shit." Like I'm the mother, the man used to party with Jordan, and Jordan used to throw that shit in his face all the time. So I think he's like, I, I took it for the worst person, and I lost to the best player. So I ain't tripping. But anyways, go ahead. Um, Ray, do you have anything else to add before we move on? No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, You want to give a quick shout out to a a certain sister of yours? Shout out to my baby sister, Amari. Baby Aria is here. My sister, Amari, 25 years old. The Hooper, best shooter in my family. Just had her day out. She she just had her daughter this morning. Congratulations. 2 a.m. Congratulations, Amari. So, baby Aria here. Congratulations, Amari. Congratulations on her awesome husband, Corbin. Definitely. I can't wait to meet my, my niece. All right. Congratulations. We should have probably started with that. Put, a, put an applause in there, Kev. Put an applause Editor, put an applause in there. Uh-huh. Little Hooper born. Um, uh, I just got one thing to say. I'll get off my chest. Uh, I want to do another congratulations since we're congratulating before we get to our millennium thought, millennial thoughts. Um, congratulations to Issa Rae for her new show that comes out tonight, Rap Shit, who got- tonight? Got, got renewed before a sh- episode aired for season two so shout out to all those black writers because i know um kid fury is one of the writers on there and we all know we everybody's been waiting and anticipating what what was next for isa after uh insecure so that shit has already been uh, top renewed for we need to give her her flowers she's up there so rap shit has been already been uh renewed for season two before episode even aired you guys would probably know more than i about this has that ever happened before where a show was renewed before an episode has even sh- been showed or aired that's yeah, when I, I think the pilot is good enough i, I mean well, no no pilot has been shown what do you mean nothing has been hold shown. on hold on hold on so there's no pilot nothing has been nothing i'm pretty sure a network had to see the pilot you can't pick up a show without seeing oh well kev 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 so there's a difference between a pilot and oh the pilot episode. yeah yeah first they, episode of got course you. there's a pilot that only gets shows to execs yeah. okay yeah, yeah. nothing, nothing is aired pilot. nothing is aired to the public 
and everybody's seen before. Oh, yeah. No, before some shows start, show, start with Amanda two seasons, you know? No, Man, not yeah. really. I mean, look. That's the old way. I mean, obviously, it can still be canceled, but um, it's a great thing. I mean, shout out to Issa. Shout yeah. out to um, Black Creative Spirit. Abbott Elementary. Shout out to Abbott. Yeah, outstanding. Can, yeah, yeah. He's got a 22-episode uh, order. So that is That is extremely rare in itself. Is so involved with that as a producer? What's up? Larry Whitmore involved in that as a producer? I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I'll look that I'm not up sure. right now. But yeah, that's. I mean, that it's extremely rare. But like, shout out to Black Excellence. That's all shout I can say. It's like, it's just black people. Look what you do when you give us the rings. You know what I'm saying? We we have entertaining stuff. And there's one thing is like, look, it is always said black people are um, the most um, consumers of television. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing necessarily. But continue. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but it is if if that is still true, you see what happens when you put black people on TV and you give them power, and, and we come and we flock to it, Locking and drums. we keep and, that stuff on. And if we literally uh, keep it on, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on. that's on. There's a lot of shows. That, we get shows renewed, man. Yeah, we, there's man, a lot we, of shows like, that are. On. I can't tell you how many. Yeah, how, what, what, I mean, what's the show that I used to watch with, with the football with the football players? All uh, uh, No. The game. The game got renewed like fucking two times on two different fucking networks, and then anyway. it's brought back again. It's brought back again. Yeah, it's on Paramount Plus. Like it's brought back again. I look. I will also say this. It's just one of those things where it's like. Um, we have pro- there's a lot of shows like look, power's cool for whoever watches it. I'm not knocking power. We don't want to knock power, y'all. But we don't want to we get, don't want to alienate you guys that watch the the 50 No, I'm universe. not alienating. It, I'm not alienating. Have fun though. Um, for it to get a spinoff, several like, several spinoffs at the same time at several. the same time says Before. obviously obviously <laughs> Fifty Cent has an excellent relationship over there uh is it uh stars give them all your money stars give them all your money stars and he's building something there 50 got him at 50 got him at gunpoint like i don't think stars has any has had anything as popular as what 50 has brought to them so um you know no pun intended but more power to them so it's like it's amazing that that has happened hbo is known to like give some shows a chance but right now they've been canceling some shows like after their first season and so for something to be renewed before an episode even drops That's is fire. amazing and, and we know if, be- if this is anything if this if this this is this show is going to be anything like insecure insecure was appointment television for you know for for, for the culture i i expect rap shit to be the same as far as appointment television. It's gonna be one of those water cooler shows that people talk about and we just we trust Issa's writing at this point because she's done it for so long and been so prolific for it for for years. Um all right, does anybody have anything else to say before we get to Millennium, Millennium Oh I got Fox? a question. I got a question. Hey Bro, Rel, why are so many people interested in your dating life, bro? Like they be asking, I saw you asking questions yeah. on Instagram, wow. but I was That's going a great to question. Story. Why are so many people interested in your dating life, bro? What they what they want what they want to know? Why? 
what these bitches want from a nigga. I, I think you turned off your mic. I think you turned you off it. your mic. You mute it. But these that's it. I said, can you hear me? Justin? Yeah. 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 I, said, I don't know, bro. I posted that little NGO shit and that shit turned out to be a bad idea. Uh, um, you know, I don't know why. Only I don't even talk to y'all about my relationship life. Only nigga that I really would know is Deshaun, what I'm really dealing with. But I don't know. It was just interesting. I'm not. Shout out I'm, to not enough. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't get it. But you know, a nigga focus on something else. So I appreciate all the likes and comments today, and all the questions. And I'm not answering any more questions. That was the last NGL. Ever. Oh no! You got to keep it going. You got to keep uh, it going. You got a lot of questions, bro. A lot of people ask you a question. Was it the same people? Was it the same people? I don't know. It's it's anonymous. It's, it's rent. It's anonymous. Oh, it's anonymous. You okay. can't even I mean, see. Look, like even if you pay the fucking nine ninety nine to see who it is, it don't even show you. I was like, who? Because the, the, I was there was one question. I was like, I need to find out who this is, and I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm. Uh, much I remember though because I don't notice, think anybody would ask me any questions if I put that up. So no, nah, like, you probably would. I, I remember the one time, and and then we can move on off of this. But the one time I did something similar to this on Facebook, it got overwhelming, and I I just I couldn't do it no more. It was it was uh, yeah, really. I, yeah, yeah. I, I just don't. Think I, I did it one. It happened one night on Facebook, and I was just it was way too much, way overwhelming. People's feelings got hurt, not mine. And it was just like, all right, well, this is. I would say this: the reason why it's probably I've, 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 I've ghosted a lot of people in the last six months. Oh, you the ghoster? Okay, cool. Um, uh, Brown, to answer your question, Larry Whitmore is not a producer on here. Okay. On Abbott Elementary. Um, right, yeah, so I, just, who, I was like, first and foremost, much respect to you. Much respect to anybody that puts it on there and they get their questions. I personally don't think I'd get any questions or like if I, just, like, I, would get, I didn't think I would get I didn't think I would get questions. I don't think people are really interested in what I'm doing, so it's crazy. Well that's that. because you're literally Casper the friendly ghost on on on, on the internet on Instagram, Jesse. That part, but it's also <laughs> like posting a bunch of stuff. I don't, I don't think people are would be that much interested. So it is what it is. Yes, to do. ask me questions, like nobody really be asking me all those. All right, so YouTube, real quick, and oh, so we can get some comments popping. Drop some questions in the in, in, on YouTube for Jesse, uh, so he can. Uh, I, got, maybe, I got three right if now. We get, I got if three we get right three. Now. If we get five questions, Jesse will do it on Instagram. We'll do it. We'll we'll, we'll five? Day, you do it. Oh hell no, ten. <laughs> All right. If we get I'll ten, okay, let's do it. Let's. If we get ten likes on this video, oh, likes. Yeah. If we get ten <laughs> likes on this video, I thought it was gonna be ten comments. Jesse will. Jesse will do the NRL. Okay, nah, because I don't be comments, Jesse. <laughs> if, huh? if we get 10 likes on this vid uh uh space please make sure this goes out if we get 10 likes on this vid jesse's gonna do the question thing um I all right my instagram again <laughs> all right so <laughs> ngl um so who wants to go first with the million thoughts we're trying this new thing we're, we're trying something different where we all turn off our screens while uh, the one person gets their shit off about the um, about their millennial thoughts. So who wants to go first? I'll go first because I don't think mine is all that great. So okay, have fun. All right, and then I can only see myself here. Um, my millennial thought is on the element of surprise. It feels like we are. I mean, not. It don't even feel like. We have so much access to things that 
we are losing the element of surprise. If I can go from movies where if you don't see if you don't see Nope tonight, somebody's already writing something about Nope because shit is already written about Nope. You're going to get obviously the reviews. Then after tonight or after tomorrow, you're going to get spoiler reviews. So it's one of those things where I wonder if like, do we still want the element of surprise? Do we still uh, crave that? Do we still want to know when we're watching wrestling that Cody Rhodes was at WrestleMania and it was already reported two weeks ago that he's been talking to WWE. So it's kind of like they, we knew the setup was coming or do we want to be surprised? Do we want to remove ourselves from all those things? Do we want to go into things and genuinely not know? How many times have you went into, uh, if you watch the Avengers, if you're into the Marvel universe, how many times have you gone in and stuff has already been spoiled for you? Or you came in with an expectation because somebody pumped it up in some sort of way, or you thought it was going to go some way, but you already knew what was going on. So my question is, do we still like, or not even my thought, I wonder, I mean, not my question, I wonder, my thought is, do we still like the element of surprise? Do we still go into things trying to see where it goes? Do we watch a TV show and hopefully we we look at it and Stranger Things hasn't been fucking ruined for us or we already know who's going to die? Or do we care anymore? For me personally, if you tell me I'm going to watch it, but I do watch it with a little bit of less of, or I go into it already expecting it and I don't get that that feeling no more. And to me, it sucks because the more and more I'm going into things and more and more I'm watching things, I'm, you know, either trying to predict what's going to happen or I already know what's going to happen or somebody's already ruined the element of surprise. I can't even like, you know, look at articles, all the articles I try to read and stuff. It's something even in the tagline, the headlines, everything, it's already telling you something about what it is. And I think it sucks nowadays. And I think it, it's dripping into every aspect of life where it just takes the element of surprise away. So I wonder, or my thoughts are, do we still care about the element of surprise? Who's up next? I mean, just to give you a little rebuttal on that, I, I, I think that was dope, though. I, I, I do definitely agree, especially with the wrestling shit. That That is um something I really hate because our wrestling always gets reported on me, and I'm like, damn, I don't want to know about Cody Rhodes. I want to just hear the music and, 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 and see him coming out. So did did, did you did you know about Kevin Gates? I don't know. I don't really watch AEW like that. I don't watch it either. I just saw the clip. <laughs> I just saw. But, the I clip. mean, I'm an MJF yeah, fan. I'm an MJF fan, but and I like Chris Jericho, but I'm not a I'm not an AEW fan. But okay. I'll go mine's real quick. Um, I just want to talk about the state of sports real quick. So, you know, these con people have been talking about contracts recently. Today we had Kyler Murray sign a $230 million contract with 160 other things guaranteed. What I want to say is that I'm finally happy that contracts in the NFL are starting to catch up. But we but overall, my thoughts is that I think as a fan, we need to sort of take ourselves way back from the contracts and start appreciating the sport more. So what where I'm getting at is that like recently we had Juan Soto of the Nationals, 23-year-old um uh baseball player who just turned down a 15-year $440 million contract. And people will say why that's a lot of money. Your average American like, wow, how could you this is so stupid. How could you fucking turn down this money? No. Because in four years when the collective bargaining 
well, they just fixed their collective bargaining agreement. But in four years, when the um, when the players are making fifty million dollars a year, that fifteen years, four hundred and forty million dollar contract is only twenty nine million dollars a year. As when you're only twenty three, it's like offering Zion a max contract for the rest of his life early. And that's what these MLB teams are doing. They're just offering life contracts to these players who are relatively poor unless they go into arbitration. But, I mean, they're not they're not struggling, but they lived in the minor leagues. You only do make it so much. Overall, I just think I saw the outrage last week about the Juan Soto turning down $440 million, half a billion dollars. These numbers are just going to go up. Kyler Murray just got $130 guaranteed million dollars of a $260 million deal. Like these numbers are never coming down. Let's just stop getting mad at the numbers now. Like these TV deals, baseball get to sell TV deals to Fox for a billion dollars. This is why everything happening. Like, I'm just telling you these TV, if you look at the money these owners make, nobody will feel bad for an owner that has to pay somebody 30 some million dollars a year. Overall, my millennial thought is, let's just take a step back away from getting all, all angry about like these contracts that we'll be seeing and saying, Oh, this is what I would do. Like, no, you're a fucking plumber. You're an electrician. You're a teacher. You can't hit a fastball 200 and you know, however many feet you can hit it. You can't hit a fastball. Cause if you did, you'd want, you know, the correct amount of money for what to be compensated for. Just like how you compensated in your line of work. So that's my millennial thought. Oh, uh, let me jump in real quick on that. I agree 100%, Ralph. I need, I, look, I just add the idea because, you know, somebody's contract, oh, yeah, the Kyler Murray contract. And then somebody's like, oh, we're, in a way, we're paying for that contract. No, you're not. You <laughs> have this false idea as a fan that they fed you a long time ago that you are paying for these contracts. You're not. Just get that out of your head. If you don't go to a game, they will be fine. (laughs) Ralph pointed it out. These TV contracts, these split stadium deals, their fucking jersey sales, all these things, you are this big in paying that large contract. This is before you do, not to cut you off, but look at if you just take a look at what's going on with all the naming rights of the of NBA. Heinz Field has been Heinz Field for in Pittsburgh. Now it's some shit I can't even fucking name. Mm-hmm. Naples Center has been Staples Center. Still going to call it Heinz Field. Keep going. Crypto, cryptocurrency. Off. Yeah. You know, crypto cr- cryptocurrency. Like all, all these, everybody is selling brand on the brand for the stadium for to the image on the whatever it is stop looking at the contracts i just hate that yeah now. those contracts saying that the fact that they try to the that team put it out there that he's turned that down yeah. to make him look bad yeah, yeah. You know what i mean they, they didn't tell us the on purpose to make juan soto look like yeah. a fucking idiot when they he, didn't, he we're too dumb to know the intricacies of that contract so they just put out numbers and we're like what you turned down 440 million dollars but it, it takes a while for you to get to, to know like you have to be the experienced sports fan to be like okay like there's more to it you know because that that number is just to boast up the agent like look what the agent did oh my god look what the agent yeah when did. the numbers come out they would get this for this guy yeah, exactly so when those numbers come out, that's either the agent is bragging how much he got for the guy, mm. or the team is like, "Look, 
this guy's a selfish guy. He turned down all this money. Like it's 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 all politics at the and end all, of the day. The only thing I really look at, other than the bigger number, and I'll let you go, Kevin, is just the annual salaries per year. Like LeBron is going to make forty-seven this year. Like Juan Soto signs that deal in two years. He's twenty-two in 2024. That deal would have kicked in because he has two years of arbitration. And arbitration is basically where it's like a franchise tag, where they're only going to pay you like top dollar, top five for your position. So, and it's like when you get, so it's like, it's not a lot of money. Like 29 million is a lot, but for 15 years, can you imagine what these contracts are going to look like? And in, 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 in at the end of this deal, when he's making 29 million and somebody on this team is on a one year, $80 million contract. Like, get the yeah, fuck I think um, as fans, we all need to just take a step back and stop. Be more educated and pay attention to stuff. Be more educated, pay attention. Also, stop believing that you are such an integral part of this stuff. But go ahead, Kat. All right, so uh, I normally don't talk a lot of dad stuff on this pod, and I, you know I probably should change that up. So, obviously, um, uh, my daughter, who is one and a half, one, one and eight months now, um, she's uh, she's very much into everybody, every kid's favorite show that you know everybody. We saw the memes and the jokes about Coco Melon. She is very much into Coco Melon. Uh, we watched. Coco Melon uh, all the time on Netflix. The, every, there's five seasons and every season has a different number of episodes. We watch them front to back, back and forth, side to side, up and through down. I sing them at work. It's annoying, um, but it happens. You know, this. I'm sure all parents can relate to this. Um, so obviously we've tried different shows and in trying different shows, some not really a lot of them have stuck like you know we've tried the uh disney uh, uh mickey playhouse you know it worked for a little bit and then she was off that you know we tried um something called lulu we tried um 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 paw patrol she wasn't interested that interested in that we tried you know you name it, we tried that i know that there's one on youtube that a lot of people were trying for me to to get her into you know it was kind of like Coco Melon, but you know, like, you know, the black version of Coco Melon where they kind of rap the ABCs and everything that she, she wasn't super duper interested in that she, she, you know, find one or two, she kind of sort of liked whatever, but she super duper wasn't in that. And then plus, you know, I, I'm going to be real. I, you know, I don't have the YouTube where I don't get commercials. So the commercials always screwed up. Um, so, uh, one day, um, Carolyn came across a, a show that a brand new show that was on Disney called Eureka um while she was doing um Lennox's hair or whatever so she played the first show and you know not to go super in depth about the show but the show is about a black young girl who's an inventor and she they you know they rewrite history because they make it seem like she invented damn near everything right um so she goes on adventure she has friends it's a whole bunch of shit and they, they sing through they sing they sing on there or whatever so she plays the first episode and Lennox like watches it, right? Like she like she's like laughing and enjoying and watching it. Um, we get through all the way through the, you know, to the fourth episode, and you know, she sits and, and she sits the entire time and, and, and kind of watches it and stuff. And we're trying to explain stuff to her. And she she's thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying the show. She's laughing the entire time, you know. So that was that was really good. But um, so the show is brand new, like literally can be more than two months old. I get that Nick the Disney just dropped this show for Disney Plus or whatever. There's only eight episodes on 
uh, Disney Plus, right? For whatever reason, the show is in limbo because I guess it hasn't been renewed, but it has been renewed and they haven't dropped all the episodes on Disney Plus. Um, I will, I want to know why, because I'm, we've already watched these six or eight episodes back in front, front to back. And now she's not tired of them yet, but I'm getting tired of them. And this is just me being a dad. I've watched all eight of these, at least with Coco Melon, there was like 30 episodes of, you know, the same, you know, 14, 15 songs. This show we've been watching literally the same, maybe like four episodes because some of the other ones she doesn't even care for. And we watch these ones front to back and I'm already getting tired of it. So this is basically me. I'm using my millennial thoughts to please and plead to Disney to please drop all the rest of the episodes of Eureka on Disney for streaming uh, as a as a dad who who comes home and who has a very, very, very active toddler now who can't necessarily sit still anymore, which is, you know, it's fine. She's a kid, whatever. Um, I would like and, and would appreciate if you would drop all the rest of the episodes of the show Eureka uh, to help and make me and my partner a lot more happy. Thank you. And that's my millennial thoughts. All right. Does anybody have anything else to say before we get out of here? <laughs> no? No? You guys have no rebuttals? No? That's good. Okay. Cool. I'm straight, brother. That was a great... I mean, I don't... Hey, you're being <laughs> selfish, Cap. <laughs> all I got to say. It's a brand... Uh, Rail, you're muted. Uh, it's a brand new show. They said they had more episodes, and they haven't dropped all the episodes. I'm just asking, as a consumer, I'm... I'm give, me all my, give me all the episodes you said you have. That Disney XD? Uh, Disney Junior. Ooh, they got Disney Junior now. Cool. I know. Um, okay. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you guys. Thank you for all those who have watched us on YouTube. Thank you for checked us out on Spotify. We're back on Spotify. Please like, favorite, and subscribe on Spotify. Please leave a comment on uh YouTube. Please leave likes on YouTube. Ten likes. And Jesse's comment. gonna do, need to do like at least three. Ten comments. likes and I'll ten likes. Ten likes. And some comments. Ten likes. Some feedback. Yes. 10 likes and for everybody who sent me a story go put a comment 10 likes and jesse will go do the ngl uh question thing in his stories so please 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 Trust, and also if you don't have any questions to ask me and i don't get any questions i appreciate it my feelings ain't gonna be hurt. <laughs> thank you please like it um don't forget to like favorite subscribe please uh like our our uh our reels uh, there's some kind of rumor going on that we'll eventually be on TikTok soon, so stay tuned for that. Um, and if you guys don't have name, if you guys don't have anything else to say, luck to you, Poseidon. <laughs> we're those millennials, and we're out. We ain't getting no TikTok.